you should sit down and enjoy and unjudge yourself because you've made a choice to do something. And that's what I tell my clients, you've made a choice to do something. So when we think about our health and we think about our swaps, we have to think about that for our clients as well. How do we get our clients to swap? What do we use to swap out alcohol? What do we use to swap out coffee? What do we use to swap out gluten? What do we use to swap out milk? How can we change the diet that they don't miss it? Hello and welcome. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Hello everyone and welcome to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. So how are you today? So the last couple of podcasts, I've really been talking about barriers to change and limiting beliefs. And so I thought this time I would talk to you about our limiting beliefs and our clients' limiting beliefs, our barriers to change around health and work. So this might turn out being two podcasts. So I'll start by talking about health first. With the health of our client and of ourselves, we have limiting beliefs. So limiting beliefs in how hard it is to change, whether or not we can do the change. And what we notice from our clients, of course, is when they fall off the wagon. So I couldn't do it. I was doing whatever it was until Friday and then we went away at the weekend and I forgot to take my supplements with me and I know you'd said I shouldn't eat gluten but we're away so we did it anyway so then I thought because I'd done this at the weekend and I'd messed it all up there was no point restarting on Monday. So that's a story that we tell ourselves and our clients tell themselves and we tell ourselves these stories not just around food but around all sorts of things that we do all sorts of things that we're involved with exercise oh well I couldn't exercise so now I've stopped because I personally do a Pilates class and a clubs class in the mornings right so the instructor is in New Zealand I'll put her links in at the bottom, Sarah, at the bottom of the page, because she does the class for them. It's like 9.30 in the morning, but being two and a half hours behind her means that I'm doing these exercise classes at 7.30 and 8 o'clock. So they're perfect for me. And her online classes. So then she recently stopped the Friday morning one because not many people were turning up. For me, that's because of the time she felt she had it on. But for me, it was 6.30 in the morning. So it was actually a really good time for me to do it. but that's not necessarily a good time for someone in New Zealand to do it because that's sort of school drop-off time and everything else. So when we think about our limiting beliefs, so my limiting belief around that is, oh, well, I'm not doing that class anymore. I can sleep in now, right? So I've limited myself and I'm putting my health, because my exercise health is a huge part of my overall health, onto the back burner. I am limiting how I will show up by not exercising on that Friday morning. I've got a lot of other stuff I could be doing. I could join somebody else's class, couldn't I? I could go to the gym. I could go for a walk. There's so many things that I could swap it with. All right, I am actually going for a walk, by the way. I haven't actually just stopped doing anything. But I could stop doing it. I could decide I'm not going to, you know, I can sleep in, I don't have to do anything today, I can relax on my Friday morning. 
I could start work earlier and be sitting down here at my desk. So what's holding us back? How has the change that has come about affected our overall change for the future and onwards? So that exercise example, I stopped, classes stopped on the Friday, therefore I stopped on the Friday, therefore my Tuesdays and Wednesdays become harder because I'm not exercising as much with my upper body. So my Tuesdays and Wednesdays become harder, so maybe I'll stop going to the Tuesday or actually the Wednesdays club, so that's all arms, so maybe I'll stop to We've got this thing in our head, oh, well, I can't do that. Well, it's not, it's harder for me. Rather than going, I'm going to swap it out for something else. So when I'm talking with my clients and my mentees, I talk about swaps all the time, okay? Rather than don't do something, take something out. I've already talked about the word, don't use the word don't, haven't I? If I haven't, I'll repeat it again in a minute. But when we think about what is it that needs to change, we swap something for something else. So if we need to reduce our alcohol intake. So Coffee is a perfect one. Okay, for me it was coffee. I was drinking, because I'm at home, I've got a coffee machine. I was, I would initially, I was going out to get a coffee. And then I thought, you know, this is quite expensive. I actually have a coffee machine. I can make this coffee at home. So I started making the coffee at home with a coffee machine rather than going for the walk. And it's not very far, so, but it was a nice break in my morning to go for the walk and get the coffee. But I started making it at home. Then of course I could make another one. And then a bit later in the day, I could make another one. And then I realized, hey, I'm having three or four coffees a day. What am I doing? I would tell my clients off for having that much coffee. It's just turned into habit. It's turned into an activity. I go to the kitchen. I think, what should I do? I could have a glass of water. Anyone who sees me online in Strictly Education and Support, the Facebook group, they will see me drinking my mud drink. Now, my mud drink has got it's got activated beet greens in it it's got an alkalizing formula it's got all sorts of things in it some of the things in it are actually just things that are due to go out of date off my shelves because I'm not selling from my shelves everything's online now so that's a bit naughty but it's kind of like yeah they're all right I wouldn't normally ask clients to have those three or four things in their drink together I'd normally only have them one or two but it's all right I can get rid of it by drinking it myself What is the limiting belief around the health? What has slowly crept in like those coffees? How can we swap them out? So I went cold turkey. I decided I was going to deal with the headaches. I had three days of headache to get over that coffee and then I had no coffee, right? Now I'm back to one shot a day and I don't always have it and it doesn't and I have no other. I have one cup of tea. I have one cup of black tea in the morning. And then I make my own chai. So if you want my chai recipe, let me know. It's I've just given it to ATMS for Natural Medicine Week. So I rather than black tea, I use raspberry leaf tea. So there is tannins, but there is no caffeine. So then I will put that shot into that. I will have dirty chai. Not always, but I do have a dirty chai. So, but it means these days when I don't have to have it. So I swapped out what I was drinking. So yes, I went cold turkey, but then I still, there were four hot drinks a day to be had. So, and I don't recommend my clients go cold turkey. I recommend that my clients generally cut down to one and then stop the one or just keep the one. It has to be a good one. No instant coffee. It has to be a good quality coffee, proper coffee, real coffee, coffee that they enjoy, that they're taking a moment with their, you know, especially if they bought it, it's so expensive. 
but really take that time to enjoy it. If you're going to do something that isn't necessarily good for you, you're going to eat a sticky bun, something I haven't done for I don't know how many years now, but you were going to eat a sticky bun, for example, then you should sit down and enjoy and unjudge yourself because you've made a choice to do something. And that's what I tell my clients, you've made a choice to do something. So when we think about our health and we think about our swaps, we have to think about that for our clients as well. How do we get our clients to swap? What do we use to swap out alcohol? What do we use to swap out coffee? What do we use to swap out gluten? What do we use to swap out milk? How can we change the diet that they don't miss it? So during the week in the evenings, if my husband makes me a gin and tonic, I'll drink it. Yay. Good. Lovely. Thank you very much. I'll take that. But I don't want to be having alcohol every single night. We've got to have nights that are alcohol free for our microbiome, don't we? So I do drink a lot of water. I drink hot water, boiling water out the kettle. I will drink water with ice in it. I will drink water out the tap. I'm just like, really, water can get a bit boring. At the end of the day, I like And a lot of people like to do it. They like to say, this is the end of my day. I've punctuated, I've stopped my day now. And so they will go and have that alcoholic drink. So I will have tonic sometimes, not full tonics. There's a lot of sugar in that, but I might have a splash of tonic and soda. And that becomes the flavor to the drink. I put ice in it and I'll put a slice of something in it. So it looks like an alcoholic drink. Or I will have kombucha. It's still got that fizz. It's got that tongue feel. I had kefir recently. It's got that tongue feel to it. Huge histamine reaction off it, but it's worth a try. The what is it that we can swap out that our client is happy to swap out to? The non-alcoholic, there's tons of non-alcoholic drinks now that are more expensive than just buying cordial, but they don't have the sugar base. And that is what we don't want our clients having, of course. We don't want them having those fizzy drinks with a ton of sugar. So when I put my tonic in, I put in, I either have tonic syrup, which does have sugar in it, but again, I don't use very much. Or if I use tonic commercially made, then there are some out there that are stevia. So they are a better choice. Or I just don't put very much in. I only put a tiny bit in and then put soda water on top. So that five o'clock, well, it's often than six o'clock, but that five o'clock drink for me will be a special looking drink, even though it's not alcoholic. So when we talk to our clients about swaps, we have to think, how can I swap it out? The gluten part, they're all, everybody's eating a lot of gluten and we don't want that much gluten going into our clients, do we? And I explained to my clients, look, think about a sandwich. You've got all that salad sandwich, right? A salad sandwich is the majority is bread and then there's a tiny bit of salad in the middle. But if you made a salad and just skip the bread, you'd have a really nutritious lunch full of all of things. You'd get your fruits and vegetables for the day. You've got the crunch factor. You've got the enjoyment factor, the dressing, and it's just a better meal overall and oh well when do I make it you make it at dinner when you're prepping your dinner you prep your lunch for the next day so you're actually just taking it out the fridge all done salad and some protein and I explain what to make or you can make salad jars on a Sunday ready for the week ahead you could do three in a row so that the first three days of the week a salad jar and then you have something different Thursday and Friday so it's all about the swaps and our health we have these limiting beliefs and the way to get around them is to have the swaps and to talk to our clients and ourselves about choice as I said before if we fall off the wagon we made a choice to have a good weekend with our friends and do what we wanted to do with the full intention because we made the choice and because we looked at it as a choice at not doing something because we made that choice we then make the choice on Monday 
to go back to our salads and kombuchas and whatever else it is that we've discussed about swaps. So what are our limiting beliefs around our health? Because they are the limiting beliefs we have to think about do our clients have. Those limiting beliefs that we have and those barriers So a couple of podcasts ago, the example of a barrier here in Australia is the supermarket can be a really long way away. If you're living in South Australia, there's we've got some big pockets of community and then there's lots of pockets with just really nothing and nowhere to get anything and not really enough water to grow our own food. So we've got to think outside the square. How can we turn these ideas upside down? How can we change it so that the limiting belief and the barriers are understood so that we can break out of them? We might have to journal it. We might have to look at ourselves as we look at our clients to be able to get that bigger holistic picture. That's where my programs come in. I think I've already said in the last podcast, of course, in the academy, we've got programs and practice coming up and we spend the day working out the program that suits you and your practice. And then we're going to be going on to how to deliver that to our clients and to our community. Because that's one thing, isn't it? A lot of people, I launched something and nobody bought it. Well, actually you don't have a big following. So who is there to buy it? We have to create a following. And how are we going to do that? Yes, we do things differently. And yes, we're on different platforms, but we all need support to put ourselves out there. And that's what the Academy is all about. So now back to where we were, we were talking about health, we were talking about barriers to change, and we were talking about our own limiting beliefs. So what are yours around the things you do, the things you won't change? Is it coffee? Is it alcohol? Is it gluten? Is it exercise? Is it journaling, meditation? What are you limiting yourself on? Where are your limiting beliefs within this full spectrum approach, this emotional, mental and spiritual approach to our health and this holistic view. What holds you back? And then we ask our clients in the academy, there's all the wheel of life and how to use the wheel of life so that we can really ask them and get to the bottom of what's holding them back. We can talk to them about choices, making choices, how choices work for us and for them and how we can use that to our best advantage because then when things go awry, we say it was a choice for it to go awry and there was, I chose to ate the sticky bun. I chose to have the extra coffee. I chose to go drinking, eating and partying at the weekend. I chose to do those things. So therefore tomorrow I can choose to not make up for it. You can't make up sleep. Not really. If you don't sleep at night, you might sleep all the next day, but you probably won't sleep the following night. You haven't really made anything up. So it's not about making it up. It's about going back on the path So, and it's not necessarily that you left the path. You might've just sat on the side of the path for a bit and now you're back on it and on you go because we're making choices. So once we understand choices for ourselves, it's easier with our clients to help them understand their choices as well and how they affect us and how they affect our life. So as we coach our clients, we're looking at the choices that they make and we're then able to better understand those choices because we can look at it from their perspective, having already looked at our own and what we're doing within our health. So I didn't have time to do health and work today. So 
that's my next podcast will be work so thank you so much for listening it's really lovely having you here if you've got any questions anything you'd like to ask me anything you'd like me to talk about please email me and don't forget to go and check out geraldineheadley.com where all of my trainings are there's free stuff on there there's paid stuff on there there's the way to connect with me all on there and you can sign up so it's lovely chatting and i hope you have an absolutely beautiful and brilliant rest of day Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.